Are you a teacher who's tired, burned out, or unsure of your teaching career? You know, we've been there. We totally get it. You know who's also been there? Daphne Gomez. Daphne is a former teacher who created Teacher Career Coach, the support system she wished she had when she was looking for her next step. Teacher Career Coach has all of the tips to help you think about resumes, transferable skills, and more. Check it out at teachercareercoach.com slash realteaching101. That's teachercareercoach.com slash realteaching101. Hey there, we're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. Hello, teacher friends, and happy Valentine's Day adjacent. I remember teaching and having uh, my floors covered in candy wrappers. Did you ever have that happen to you? Oh, yeah. Do you mean specifically at Valentine's Day or just anytime? Specifically Valentine's Day because I was a, a candy no-no unless I gave it out as part of a candy quiz, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> now, when I think about Valentine's Day in the classroom, all I think about is the sharing of the Valentines and my first year teaching when I made the mistake of not telling people not to write in the two section. And it was 30 second graders trying to read every person's name and find the right, you know, bag for it to go in. And then my mom was like, oh, yeah, no, you just have them sign their name in the from section. And then they could just drop one in each. Oh, <laughs> Valentine's hacks over here. Oh, well, yeah. at least you're nice and you do like the to and from like my siblings were younger they used to give the class list out and send the roster home and then the parent had to write the to and the from oh goodness yeah and then send those which i still think creates the same problem because then the kids are like where's mikey's and then like they're right. running or like it's chaos you know being in first grade for the majority of my teaching career some of them can't read all the names they go off like the first letter and it's very difficult so it's yeah. nice when we can do it a few friends at a time. We always decorate bags or something and they go around and drop one into each. Now, mind you, it's still like, I've got one left over and was I supposed to give one to myself? And I don't know if I got one of so-and-so. So mind you, is it still chaotic and hectic? <laughs> yes. But I surprisingly really enjoy Valentine's Day in the classroom. I don't know if it's just because it's like a less stressful holiday. Like it's not a whole day celebration. We might do like a math activity and then exchange Valentine's, but like other than that, it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what about it that I like. Because it's Chocolate. just cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just pretty cute and and easy. I think that's it. It's not Halloween with a big production. Right. It's not the, the big holidays yeah. with a big production. It's just sort of right. is the hallmark holiday of uh giving things. Now I will tell you, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with candy hearts. Oh yeah. I really enjoy the idea of them with little hearts, with little messages, but they taste awful. They, they do, do taste awful. I I always use them cuz we'll do like a graphing, like a math graphing activity with the conversation hearts, but I think it's funny because now the, <laughs> now there's ones that'll be like text me, LOL, <laughs> winky face emoji and I'm like, "Oh, how times have changed." <laughs> I feel that way too. I remember when, uh, and this will date me, I remember when there were ones that came out that said, fax me. Oh, fax me. I remember email me. 
No. Oh, but, boy. but I wonder I wonder what fax flirting was like. Do you Could think you that imagine? was a thing? Yes, I think I think for the majority of time people have sent risque things over any way they could exactly. even over facsimile 100 percent, 100 percent. i think people were doing it with smoke signals and we've all heard the victorian telegraph. letters like it it was whatever they needed to do to get the job done this took a valentine's day conversation <laughs> in an entirely different direction yeah i am going to abandon ship right here <laughs> while we still can and we're doing a recess episode today guys and um I have 10 topics that I wrote down on the back of a to-do list. Nice. And usually we do some sort of like game where there's like a dice or a cootie catcher. I thought we would just go down the list. What do we think? Let's do it. Great. Okay. Um, So I'm going to start with uh, the fact by prefacing it with these are a lot of shower thoughts or a lot of things that I grumble about to my husband who then tells me I put far too much thought into things. So... If you share that same sentiment, please let me know. Okay. All right. Here's my first one. I am rereading the entire Harry Potter series with my kiddo, Mm -hmm. and that's exciting. But you know how in Harry Potter they talk a lot about how the wizarding world and the muggle world cannot, like, know about each other? Right. Okay. But Hermione is a muggle, and she talks about her parents, and her parents know that she's a witch. So this is also, like, super common that you have people who are born – from mm-hmm. non-wizarding people who send their kids to a wizarding school. So hypothetically, the muggle world totally knows about the wizarding world. But I think it's like any supernatural movie. Like if you like The Vampire Diaries or like any of those shows, right? Like there are certain non-supernatural or non-magical people who know about the magic. And then but a majority of people do not. It stays in like folklore because we as humans like can't accept those things. It would just be craziness like you don't think if like everybody in the world knew that hogwarts was a real thing we wouldn't somehow attack hogwarts because people would uh, have an uproar about being afraid of wizards well but you can't attack hogwarts you can't even apparate there but see this is what i'm but saying see, i put far I, too much thought into this now this you guys <laughs> what you're doing is pointing out plot holes and what i'd like to say is maybe you need to read a series um that is so well written there are no plot holes like twilight Oh, no. I have never read This is me joking, right? You can tell that. I I can now because I've never read Twilight. Um, It's not great. No. It It is not great. (laughs) I watched all – so I've read the books and watched all the movies. And I – oh, I'm not saying that I wasn't into it. I'm just saying it is the writing. But I think I have a thing for vampires. I think that's my thing. I think I have like a thing for vampires. I I like vampire fiction because I've watched all the Vampire Diaries multiple times. All right. So, so we learned something about Lindsay today. People just like the idea of like two macho hot guys fighting over a, a girl. And I, Kristen Stewart is nothing special. And I don't know why she was cast as Bella. And that's, I'll die on that hill. I think it should have been Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls, but that's just. Oh, oh that would have been interesting. I know. Yeah, that would have been good. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned casting decisions because my number two thing on this list has to do with Tom Cruise. And I am not a giant Tom Cruise person, but I really, really, really like the movie Minority Report. I don't know if really? I've ever seen it. 
really like it. You Okay, this I think is such an underrated movie, but it's a Steven Spielberg movie, one. Two, it is based off a Philip K. Dick short story called The Minority Report, and he's like 60s science fiction author man. And three, it's one of those movies that you watch it and you're like, holy cow, all of the future has come true. And then four, it's got like ethical dilemma-y mind bendy thinky thingies. So would you like to me to regale you with the plot of Minority Report? Yes, I would, because I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, my God. So it's I, so good. Okay. okay. So we live in a world where three people have the ability to, like, see the future, and they can see instances of, like, murder and death and crime that has not yet happened, but they predict it to happen. So Tom Cruise is this detective who works in the pre-crime division of, like, putting people in jail before the crimes actually happen. But how can you do that though? Because it's science fiction. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 But then, then they predict from this that he is going to be the perpetrator of a crime. So he tries to stop it or figure out what's going on. It's fantastic. Interesting. Perhaps that's how the Simpsons keep predicting things that have happened. Like what? Oh, you haven't. So there's like whole like nine articles. Yeah. About like the Simpsons predicting like Trump on the elevator going down with the presidential sign. Yeah. Um, I'll, fi- I'll find all Let me, the email. I'm, oh, okay. I'm Googling. Please hold. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Please hold. Um, Please hold. I stopped watching the Simpsons in season like nine oh, and 10. So. Yeah. No, I haven't watched in a really long time, but. Um, the submarine disaster. They predicted that. The one that blew up. Oh, that gives me such anxiety. A cyber truck, which I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently they predicted that. The malfunctioning voter machines. Oh, boy. Oh. Tamako plants. And I also didn't what know those were a real on? thing. Oh, tamako is the tomato mixed with a tobacco plant. Yes. Tamako. I remember that. That's about when I stopped watching. Commercial space travel. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, smart watches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, well, I mean, like Inspector Gadget kind of did that. Um, a baby translator. Oh, that's a thing? That's a real thing? Yeah. They put, like, they're working on it in, I think it's Japan. It's like a headband. And then you're supposed to, like, tell you what, like, the baby's feeling. Hmm. Now, would you say that The Simpsons predicted this, or are these now a reality because The Simpsons had it on TV? Because I watched this thing about Star Trek and all about how people who watched Star Trek in the 70s really wanted to make that happen, and that's why we have some of the technology that we have. Maybe the same with the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in Minority Report, they have targeted ads, eye scanning, and um, self-driving cars, among many other things. But I just thought it was fascinating. If you can find it, watch it. I watched it on the plane coming back from Europe, and I was, like, so excited. You're going to laugh at me. I was so excited. I watched it twice. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> like, did you take a break in between, or, like, the credits rolled and you were like, resume? Uh, no, I Art watched again. Minority Report, Music and Lyrics, which is another movie I really like, The Wedding yeah. Singer, and then I went back to Minority Report. Man, you can't go wrong with The Wedding Singer. Moving on. on Next on my list. Now, you both know I live in Los Angeles, and I do very Los Angeles things. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear the most newest Los Angeles thing that I do? Yes. Do you want me to guess first? Oh, I would love for you to guess. Do I don't think you- you'll guess. Okay. Do you get some type of nut milk green smoothie and then hike 
I do not do that. No. I mean, I do that. (laughs) This is not what's on my list. No, no. So the Tournament of Roses Parade famously Mm -hmm. happens in Pasadena, Mm -hmm. which is not far from where I live. My city has a float that goes on the parade, which is then displayed Mm -hmm. in the city. At the But, yes, but (laughs) you can also buy the flowers from the float can at a discount. You? Yes. So the very LA thing that I do is I watch my float on TV, then I go by the bank where the float is on display, mm-hmm. and I buy them. When I lived there, would also go and see the float. I I never purchased the flowers from the float. I didn't know that was a thing until relatively recently, and then I uh, tried to do it yesterday, and they don't accept non-cashless things oh and i'm like well i don't have cash on me that's 2024 minority uh, report predicted such thing (laughs) (laughs) okay number four the thing that i have been watching most recently on netflix that i think everybody should watch is the show called call my agent have either of you heard of it or watched? no no it's french and I didn't know that it was French until it was subtitled and the subtitles didn't go away when I turned off the subtitle. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't understand. That. I can't understand anything, but I read it. It is super, super, super funny. And it's all about these uh, talent agents in France. And then they have the celebrities come on and play themselves in humorous situations. But it's like subtly funny. It's not over the top ridiculous, but it just has very, very funny things that happen. And then I out loud will say things like, oh no, oh no, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) And that's really funny. So just thought I would flag it in case anybody wanted to watch French comedy with celebrities that I don't know are celebrities because they're French. I mean, you don't often think of comedy in France. Like that's not really like the I don't know, like a symbiotic. What they're known for. Yeah, it's not, you know. So that's interesting. I'll have to check it out. Well, can I tell you something that I just watched? I I don't know if it's new or not or just new to me, but over the holiday break, and Lindsay, you made me think of it, um, my sister showed me the FX show, um, I think it's What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, my God. I freaking love What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. I had never seen it before. Um, but if you're somebody who likes the comedy of The Office, I think you would. Or vampires. Really, or vampires. Or both. My favorite thing about What We Do in the Shadows happens in the first episode where they go shopping for like a card and the vampire can't pronounce crepe paper and he calls it creepy paper. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Plug for What We Do in the Shadows, which is moving into like its sixth season soon, but it's so great. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. Last, last TV thing and I'll stop talking. I mean about that, not in general. Um, Did either of you watch on the id channel the curious case of natalia grace of course i have heard about this but i have not watched it it's wild it is wild so the first season was the adoptive family kind of saying well at least the dad saying his part and then just this week they released Natalia's side where like she's being interviewed and she's sharing and stuff like that. I just finished it last night. It is crazy to the point where like my sisters and I are having like a book club phone call (laughs) this evening specifically about this show. Like I have so many thoughts, thoughts about it and flip flopping back for back and forth. Like, Oh my God. So if you are someone who I feel like it's, interesting to the point where you don't even have to like true crime or documentaries it's just like 
people are crazy. Yeah. It's like a car accident. Like you can't look away when you start. Like you just need to know. Yeah. Like Tiger King. Like hot, hot mess, Tiger King Express. Oh, yeah. No. So. Watch it, Lauren. You'll you'll yes. have opinions and thoughts. I promise. <laughs> I already do. Okay. Oh, good. Um, number five. This might be uh, Megan might laugh at this, and Lindsay, you might be too young for it. But I'm gonna <laughs> die on the soapbox. Do you remember ring back tones, Megan? Yeah, like when you'd call somebody and yes, it was yes. a song. Yeah, yes, yes. I remember. Why is that? You remember still- or you saw it on the internet? No, no, I <laughs> had those because I remember buying them. It's like a. I saw this meme where it was like, "I've moved from a generation where I used to pay for ringtones, and now if this thing made a single sound, I'd throw it out the window." And yeah. that is me because I I never take my phone off silent. Like Same. it's always on silent. But I know I remember both of those because I remember that my ringback tone was low by Flo Rider. So oh. Um, Good choice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I would like to beg cell phone companies to bring this back because I really enjoyed listening to music mm-hmm. and not ringing. So. Great. Mine were um, Back Then by Mike Jones. Uh, and then also the You've Gotta Stay Fly. Ah, 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 ah. I do remember that That's one. That's a banger. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not have a ringback tone, but I really enjoyed them. I, You know what I used to do? I used to make my voicemail some part of a song. Mm-hmm. And so instead of it being like, hi, you've reached blah, 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 blah. It was like the beginning of an offspring song. <laughs> I, like I used that. to do the um, hello. And like fake oh, people no, out. Oh, no, I hated that. I, my mom got so mad when so I had to change it. But I did do that for a little while. I oh, used to make my dad so mad because I would change the family answering machine, like to the phone that was attached to the wall. Because um, he would just be like, hi, you've reached and like the super boring. And so my sister and I, <laughs> after school one day, came home and I sang Spiderwebs by No Doubt and like a whole little, sorry, we're not here right now, like a whole thing. <laughs> And he kept changing it back. And I'm like, if you think I will stop, I will not. But he did. we did eventually because he got real, real mad. You know, I use – you don't know this, but I'm going to tell you. I um, will often use the term spider webbing. And the husband's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I've left a message and they didn't call me back. They're spider webbing me. But again, I'm showing my age. Okay, yeah, next. I'm the same age. Because you're leave a message. Never mind. Okay. Um, all right. We're kind of heading into like later in our time category. So I have five more things that are left. Okay. Numbers six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. You each get to pick one of those numbers. Okay. Seven. Seven, Megan, you want seven? Okay. This is a question for you all both because I have always lived in Los Angeles. You have both lived here and moved out. Mm-hmm. Are car chases on TV? as much of a thing where you live as they are where I live. Absolutely not. Oh, I'm so sad for you. I know. No, I don't think they happen as often. Mm-mm. I don't know if it's just like the sheer amount of freeways there. And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, they've happened I love here. Car chases. They are my favorite thing. But here in LA, you'll get busted into like your, your regularly scheduled programming right. with a very thrilling high-speed car pursuit. Yeah. And I constantly am like, oh, my God, oh, my God, have to watch, have to watch. And it happened last night. Oh. And I knew we were recording today. And I was like, I don't know if this happens elsewhere. I need. I to told you I was in one one time, right? You were in a car chase? Un- I was not aware I was in it. Wait, like yes. in the car or like on the freeway? Both. I Wait, wait what? Okay. I was driving to San Diego 
And so I'm like on the five south and I was in the fast lane and I had my music up all the way and I was rocking was it out. spider webs? Probably. <laughs> and the ocean's right there. And so I'm just rocking out, rocking out. And there's like a car behind me and he's like kind of being like, you know, like come behind me and then go to the next lane and then come behind that kind of thing. So I was not like the only car on the road, but like I'm just like driving, driving. And then eventually a few minutes later, the whole road is blocked. It's just all police officers, all car, you know what I mean? Like lights everywhere. And they had put down the strips. So I'm stopped. And then like the car that was next to me stopped. And there's only like a handful of us, like two or three cars. And apparently there had been police behind us. So mind you, they ended up like landing a helicopter on the road and everything. So like you were going nowhere. So we all just got out of our cars. And I guess that car that was weaving behind me, that was the one that eventually I got out of the way and he went over the little popped his tires, things, whatever. And the the it was a family, but the husband, they were in the truck next to me and he was like, uh, we kept wondering if you were going to get out of the way and you were going to stop. <laughs> stop or not and my wife was like I think she's just in there singing I had zero idea that it was happening around me to the point where like I was calling my sister and I'm like I think if you turn on the news right now you will probably see me in my car like I wonder how many police officers were like who is this idiot but I think I'm a better driver now guys so it's important well I thought you were going to tell me like you were in the car with the high speed driver no thank god thank god I have not oh boy no, Ooh. no. I feel I mean, like you guys would have known had I been in jail. Yes, uh, yeah. hazard of living in LA, I guess, because that's one of the things that gives me lots of anxiety. Is like, am I going to accidentally be in a high speed chase? Oh, Not yeah. like as fleeing the police, but like dealing. Is somebody going to ram me weaving? Yeah, right. Because or like getting carjacked. That's a yes. big thing happening in DC right now. Like we can't even take any field trips into DC anymore because of how many all the carjackings. Boy, Oof. okay, Lindsay, you get to pick. There's six. What was it? Eight? Eight, nine, ten. Nine, ten. Let's go number ten. Okay, this is another thing that's going to complain about my age, but <laughs> I'm going to go with it. So I'm going to a concert tonight. I'm very excited. Oh, who are you going to see? I said what? No, that's okay. We're recording this a few weeks ahead of Valentine's Day. So by the time right. somebody were to look up. We're in the past. Like, yes, we're, yes. I'm going to go see Les and Jake. We all know that. But they're playing nice. with MXPX and Nice. <laughs> And Reliant K and all that. It's going to be great. The show's sold out. But this has been on my annoying list for a while. And that is the fact that because of technology, I no longer have a physical ticket stub. Oh, yeah. yeah, That is a And I do not like that Sam I am. I do not like it whatsoever. And part of it is because I have a scrapbook of all of the ticket stubs from all Mm -hmm. the places I've been. And I can no longer add to that there's not an option to get like a paper ticket is electronic no. the only option yes because no. yeah, I get of that. like the, the readers and the this and the that and now the only way that i can do it is to look in my apple wallet for all my expired passes but that's no fun so and, you yeah. know what i would do if i were in a band this would be a great opportunity to make a sticker that looks like a ticket stub mm-hmm. and sell it at your concerts because i think people would be like oh my god vintage <laughs> I don't know why I don't do that. I've made on Canva a just fake ticket stub that looks blank. There's nothing on it. But I should just put that and just you put like, my band make here. your own. Yeah. yeah. You just stand outside and just sell those, Lauren. You look at 100% side hustle. 
teacher side hustle making stickers for ticket stubs because you just wish somebody would give you one. Yep. I hope MXPX plays punk rock show. Oh, they will. That's like one of their bangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it, haven't that, seen that MXPX the- since I saw them at the uh, Santa Anita racetrack as part of a K-Rock concert in like the middle of a day like 25 years ago. I got to see them when I was 15 and my sister was dating somebody in a band and that band was opening for MXPX and my parents let me miss, I missed like probably three or four days of school and we got to go up and down the East Coast and ended up seeing that show in Myrtle Beach and it was glorious and so I got to stand there and I was like waiting, waiting, waiting for them to play punk rock show and it was the last song they played. And I got to watch it from the side of the stage, and it was. Would you like me to take glorious. a video of the punk rock show? Very much so. Because we ain't got no place to go. So let's go to the punk rock show. I know none of the bands, so I can't contribute to that conversation. <laughs> because, that is because you are a tiny baby. Yes. But you know ringback tones. So maybe Dude, Megan's ringback tone allegedly. would be the punk rock show. <laughs> there we go. It's okay. Lindsay. Like, I remember I was three and a half, and I. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Well, here are the things that I did not talk to you about in case you were curious. And that would be the best book that I read last year was a book called Project Hail Mary. The question of why is Costco pizza so gosh darn good? Mm. And uh, number number last number, whichever that is. uh, Yeah. Would have been plague doctors are quite scary. There we go. Well, that conducts my recess list, y'all. Uh, I, I loved think it. It was a very productive break of our usual teacher conversation. So, well, there's Hooray so much more to being a teacher than just you're not just a teacher. You yeah. are a movie loving, yep, book reading, concert seeing, 100 percent full life human being. Aren't so we, all? we should, you know, celebrate those things. Snap to, to that. that. And you need something to talk about when your photocopiers are going through the photocopier. So if New Jersey doesn't get you anywhere, these some of these things these will. These will. Sure yes. will. Sure will. Well, thank you, everybody, for sticking with us today through this recess episode. Have a fabulous one, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated, and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RealTeaching101 or email us at RealTeaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed. Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class.